This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famer, Mike Vendee, joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show, presented by Helena Accommodations. The in-town five-star extended stay residences. Visit HelenaAccommodations.com. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave, here's Jason Walker. Yo, happy Wednesday. It is the Jason Walker Show. Beautiful day. We had snow this morning, and now it's beautiful. I'm hearing roads by Reed Point, though, not good. So if you're traveling east or west from Billings or two, be careful around Reed Point. Uh, big show today. We're going to talk to Allie Weiss. Weiss? Weiss? Belgrade native, old Miss grad. Heading off to the Olympics, hopefully, this summer in uh, shooting. Also, John Chelesnick of uh, Sports Talent, uh, STAA. Uh, it's an agency, and he's going to check in with us uh, and, and figure out what we're going to do as sports people moving forward. Like, what are we going to talk about moving forward? So those two guests joining us uh, today, uh, also on this day in history, that's what she said, the walk-off, and a whole lot more. On a beautiful Wednesday afternoon here in Helena, Montana. Thanks to everyone watching on the Facebook, YouTube as well. You can listen online, podbean.com, Network One Sports, and also Treasure State Radio. All right, so more stuff being canceled. More stuff being postponed. And today was the day that we were supposed to be watching a whole lot of basketball from Billings and Kansas City. And uh, Billings Metro Park, empty. Kansas City Municipal Auditorium, that's what it's supposed to look like if you're watching. On day one of the NAI Men's Basketball National Championships, Eight games today, eight games tomorrow, and instead no games are taking place in historic municipal auditorium. And we go back to Metro Park where there were supposed to be eight games today and eight games tomorrow in the first round of the NAI Women's Basketball National Championships, and yet it's not happening. Those were canceled last week, and it's just it's a, it's kind of a bummer. I mean, when you look at those pitchers, like, you realize um, – we were supposed to be playing basketball today, and now uh, we're not. So, anyway, uh, let's see, more cancellations. Big Sky announced spring season's done. And it's really not a surprise when you think that, you know, NCAA had already said the the seasons were done for the spring. And so the Big Sky finally had to follow suit, like, duh. Um. NAI had already announced it was canceling its spring season, and the Frontier Conference issued a statement today, Commissioner Kent Paulson saying, uh, quote, after careful review of the ongoing COVID-19 crisis, the Frontier Conference administrative leadership team is recommending that all spring sports events, which include both in- and out-of-season activities, will be canceled for the remainder of the 2019-2020 school year, end quote. So this mirrors exactly what the NAI did, as well as national, state, county. Uh, hopefully we're going to do stuff this summer. We don't know. We really don't know. I uh, saw a great, um, I guess it's a meme, if you want to uh, call it that, but it, it's I shared it on, on Facebook and stuff. But this goes back to what I kind of said last week. And uh, Thomas Zimmer, I guess, tweeted this. But it said, the weirdest part of living through the hashtag COVID-19 pandemic 
is this strange mixture of normalcy and emergency that we're all experiencing. I constantly feel like I'm either over or underreacting, or really both at the exact same time. It's surreal. And it's kind of true. I mean, when you think about where we are at right now, it's really a little bit of everything, right? So everything's been canceled or postponed. I mean, we've got restaurants, we have churches and bars and casinos and everything closing. And yet we're waiting on Montana High School Association still. Because they're just suspended through April 13th activities. And again, I think you're just postponing the inevitable. NAI, NCAA, all gone for the spring. There's nothing. There's no, it's not going to happen. And yet, MHSA sits there, we're just suspended. Why? Why postpone the inevitable? Don't, why give these kids hope? It's not, you're not going to have a spring season. I'm sorry. Where we are today is where we were Friday night and where we were Thursday. We're not, everything's canceled. We're not having anything. So I don't know why Montana High School Association just doesn't pull the plug now because it's going to happen by April 13th. Now, again, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong and I'll admit it. But all signs indicate that there's not going to be a high school sports season in Montana. So why postpone the inevitable? But, again, they know more than me, apparently. So, all right, there is some good news with all of this. The MSU Billing softball team that was in quarantine for the last few days is out of quarantine. Two players that had undergone testing came up negative, so that's good news. Uh, MSUB is... uh, the softball team is okay. That's that's wonderful. So, we talked a few moments ago here on the Jason Walker show, by the way, um, about you know all the all the closures locally that are affecting businesses, and you know that includes you know our great sponsors, Cafe Zydeco, the Motherload, Dinner's Done Right. You can still go to Dinner's Done Right and get the soup salad nacho bar. You just can't eat there. Go online to Dinner's Done Right, and you can order online, you can pay online, and then Vicky will deliver to you. You also have curbside pickup. Same with Cafe Zydeco. Order, pickup. Mother load, order, pickup. You can't go inside. So I'm asking you, as fans of the Jason Walker Show, to support our sponsors by... Getting to go orders because they help us. Let's help them. And yes, the wife and I have done our part, um, and we'll do more as it as as we as we can and need. So help out our sponsors as well. Okay. Uh, what else is going on that we wanted to chat about here on a Wednesday? I mean, it's all, the talk is all coronavirus, right? I mean, and yeah, I just got a great message, and we'll talk about that in a second, but um, it's all about this coronavirus or COVID-19. There's there's a bunch of coronaviruses, okay? SARS, MERS, are all part of the coronavirus family, but COVID-19 is a different strain. I want to know why, how do they choose that name? Uh, the 19 part, anyway. But there's other good news, too. Uh, Jesse Royer, the Montana musher, finished third in the Iditarod again. Uh, congrats. The Iditarod ended. They're losing sponsors. They lost a couple of big sponsors this week, which is just crap. Um, Pete is pushing it, which you know how I feel about that. But anyway. Uh, let's see here. Big Sky State Games have uh, basically postponed their spring schedule and delaying the summer schedule for state games. So you see where I'm going with this. We're going to we're going to be dealing with this for a while. This isn't something that is going to go away. So 
I go back to what MHSA last week with the state tournaments. They never should have started, or at least canceled them after day one Thursday. And technically, day one was Wednesday because the state C-boy started. Fine. You still saw Wednesday the NBA canceling or postponing. You saw NHL Thursday. You saw everybody else start to fall in line. And then Wednesday and Thursday is when you saw all the tournaments starting to cancel. But not at Montana High School. No confirmed case. Let's keep going. Well, now you got confirmed cases. So instead of just sitting and waiting, why don't you be proactive and just, instead of delaying the inevitable, just cancel the spring sports season because it's going to happen? Don't give these kids hope because you're going to crush them in a couple of weeks when you decide, yeah, we're not going to do this. Thanks to Nicole, by the way. The uh, 19 on COVID-19 indicates the year it originated. Thank you. I feel like I have researchers, which is awesome, because I can't do everything on this show at once. So thanks for the help, Nicole. Appreciate you. All right. Um, And by the way, if you want to weigh in on any of this, you can always get a hold of us on the Twitter, at Sports. You can Facebook you can email jasonwalkersports at gmail.com. I want to hear your thoughts. If you want to be a part of the show, let's do it. Because moving forward, we're going to need a, uh, need you as an audience. So let's let's discuss stuff together. Let's have fun. Let's let's you know let's do this. I saw a great tweet today from Paul Paps, the executive producer of the Dan Patrick Show. Paulie, great. Uh, he, he's a good dude. He actually today tweeted out. Remember a week ago. The big controversy was the Ivy League canceling its tournament. That's all anybody was talking about a week ago this morning. The Ivy League canceled. Well, so did everybody else after that. It's uh, it's interesting, but anyway. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, John Chelesnick will join us. He's with the STAA Talent Group, and he, he used to be an ESPN broadcaster, he started up STAA to help out young broadcasters and uh, to get jobs and give all you know career advice and everything. And while well, now there's some career advice that's needed for a lot of people in this industry of sports talk, because without sports, what are we going to talk about? John will tell us when we come back. Also, Ali Weiss still coming up, the Belgrade and, and Ole Miss grad who is headed off to the Olympics, hopefully in Tokyo this summer. We'll talk to her. Uh, tomorrow, Mark Adams, former basketball coach at Rocky Mountain College, also a uh, uh, current ESPN analyst, will join us. Uh, another special guest is slated to join us tomorrow as well. I'll tell you at the end of the show. And then Friday, we're going to talk horse racing with ESPN's Barry Abrams. Kentucky Derby moving from May 5th to September 5th. Is that a smart move? Because that's the first weekend that we're supposed to be playing college football. So we'll see. But when we return, we'll check in with John Chelesnick of STAA. That is coming up next here on the Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right Grab and Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. 
Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Happy Wednesday. Back inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave, Jason Walker Show. Beautiful outside. Of course, it's nice inside the studio, too. A nice, comfy, I think 72, the wife's got it cranked up to here in the home office. But Anyways, Allie Weiss will join us. Belgrade native, old Miss grad, heading off to the Olympics, hopefully. Uh, she'll join us here in about uh, 20 minutes or so. Also got on this day in history. That's what she said. The walk off a whole lot more as we roll on here on a Wednesday. And I want to, uh, as we bring in our first the guest today on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. He is a former ESPN broadcaster. He uh, started up a talent agency that really helps young broadcasters and offers great advice. His name is John Chalesnik, and he joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. Uh, John, how are you, my friend? I tell you, well, first of all, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Honestly, I think of myself as a mentally strong, eternal optimist. But just in the first, I don't know, 10 days of our new life, you know, my son's now in his, uh, I say 10 days, I guess it's only been a half a week, not even a full week, but my son's in his, his first week of, of no school. And, uh, you know, I see... I see differences in the way that the sportscasting community is interacting with me since the people have been pretty much told to stay in their houses. So I'm even finding myself scrambling to find new ways to cope without the structure that I've always had in my life. And I love, you know, I'd live my day from goalpost to goalpost to goalpost. And I don't have those goalposts because everybody in my family is home all the time. And I'm not taking anyone to school or picking them up. Uh, so when you ask how I'm doing, it's, it's, I could easily, oh, great. And I am doing well, but it's just a different kind of well. And one that I'm like everybody still kind of trying to figure out. You know, that's the thing. And uh, uh, we both know Paul Paps from the Dan Patrick show. And he tweeted out this morning. Remember, it was just a week ago that we were talking about how crazy it was that the Ivy League canceled its basketball tournament. And now here we are with no sports whatsoever for the foreseeable future. I mean, how crazy is how fast this has all happened? Yeah, it's it's interesting you bring that up because just an hour ago, I was reading a sports page from about 10 days ago. And everything in that sport, well, the, the, the first thing was that San Diego State basketball will be playing its NCAA tournament games in, inside empty arenas. And I remember the day I first read that, I thought, oh, whoa, no way. That's going to be so weird. Now I look back at that wistfully and think, oh, I sure wish they were playing an NCAA tournament within empty arenas. 
it's funny. It used to be that nothing, Jason, ever seemed to evolve faster than technology. But now our day-to-day lives are evolving seemingly hour to hour. And you think maybe you're going to be able to get a handle on it. Something changes, and then it's out of your grasp again. John Chalesnik joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. And and you mentioned, John, your first answer was you're dealing with broadcasters in a different way. What did you mean exactly? Because, like, you know, a lot of, uh, I see on Twitter, some sports anchors and sports reporters have been shifted to the news side for, uh, you know, the foreseeable future to help out and, most importantly, to have a job. Yeah, yeah, that's a fabulous point. Uh, it's like when the World Series in 1989, the Giants and A's, uh, I think it was 89, but the big earthquake yep. hit and interrupted the World Series. And Al Michaels made the point, or maybe it was Chris Berman, that all of the sportscasters and reporters covering that event had to now put on their news journalism hat. But it underscored the idea that sportscasters truly are journalists and sometimes life dictates that even if it's within the sports world, you have to cover it's a news story. Uh, so that's, it's interesting the observation you point out, but the, what prompted my comment about interacting differently with sportscasters is usually uh, my, my email inbox is full of correspondence from people wanting to know things like, how should I go about applying for this job? What do you think this job might pay? Uh, somebody hasn't paid me. Who owes me money? How should I go about getting it? Uh, what are you hearing in the job market? Think, I'm not getting any of those correspondences now. My email uh, quantity has dipped dramatically just in the last several days as the people who used to ask me, how do I get jobs calling games? Or what are you hearing about opportunities to call games? Don't have games to call. Not as many people in the last week have asked me to critique their work because they don't have any work to critique. Uh, so those are some of the ways that, uh, that I'm seeing differences in how sportscasters are interacting with me. And then the other one, Jason, is what do I do? Uh, mm-hmm. What can I do to try to make money? And what can I do to try to continue building my career in this time when there's no on-air opportunities, no no games to cover? No, that's absolutely right. Is uh, STAA founder and uh, sportscaster John Chalesnik joining us, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. So Friday you held a video chat with a lot of people about dealing with these uncertain times. What came out of that on Friday? It was really cool. I, I'm, I could ramble on for five minutes about it, but I, I know that wouldn't make great radio, so I'll try to condense it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm People, making great radio. Well, of course you make great radio, Jason. <laughs> I wouldn't push on if you didn't. There you go. But the, the, the conversation kind of could be compartmentalized. In one compartment, you had what can I do to use this time wisely from a professional standpoint. Well, you can trade, trade you know, tapes, tape, uh, trade recordings of your work with friends in the industry and critique each other. You can self-critique. You can practice. You know, there's still video all over the Internet. If you're a play-by-play broadcaster, you can practice from that. You can start a podcast. You can work on your demo. A lot of people, a lot of sportscasters put off their demo tape, which is, it's a demonstration of their work that when you're applying for jobs in the, in the broadcasting industry, it accompanies your resume. Mm-hmm. But a lot of broadcasters find that to be overwhelming. Oh, I've got you know, hours and hours over months and months of tape to listen to. So they put it off. Well, now they can do that. Uh, another category that things fell into was sort of uh, self-improvement. You know, sending thank you cards to mentors, you know, taking time that you never do because you're busy with your career, but thank your professional and your personal mentors. Nobody loves or nobody doesn't love getting a handwritten note in the mail. Uh, some people suggested signing up for Toastmasters oh. to work on their public speaking and their storytelling skills. Granted, I would imagine Toastmasters meetings have been canceled because they're usually more than 10 people, <laughs> but uh, things like that. Uh, other things were developing 
digital reporting skills because that's such a big part of the broadcasting industry today and certainly sports broadcasting. So how to shoot video with your phone and and tell a story and put a a news package together. Sometimes it's developing media relations skills if you want to work in minor league sports where the broadcaster has to do other things. So those are kind of the the two categories uh, of discussion that people were most interested in exploring. John, what are sports people going to talk about in your eyes moving forward without sports? I mean, we can only talk about COVID-19 and and cancellations and suspensions and all that for so long. So where do we move from here? Well, the first thing that, that sportscasters should remember is you are a friend on the radio to countless people, to, to every member of your audience. And it's nice amid all the uncertainty and, and the, the rapidly changing circumstances to find that friend on the radio. So they don't care what you're talking about. Uh, it doesn't always have to be sports. In fact, somebody, a sports talk host who tries to talk only sports in this environment has their head buried in the sand. Yeah. So first of all, it's okay to talk about things other than sports. Your, your friends, in the audience, they just want to hear you. The other, or another idea is explore some of the stories of local or regional or even national uh, athletes, coaches, umpires who are being impacted. Everybody has a story. For example, if you watch 60 Minutes and they want to cover uh, – a factory that is closed in small town Ohio, but it provided employment for 60% of the community. They don't try to tell an overview of the story. They find one family to focus on that's been impacted by the factory closure. Everybody has a story. Uh, everybody in the sports world has a story. So exploring some of those stories uh, is something that sports talk hosts can do. How has this person been impacted in a way that's impacting many? That's a fantastic uh, piece of advice. John Chalesnik joining us here, Jason Walker Show. All right, let's dig in a little bit to this last week. I mean, none of us have ever seen anything like this. It's uncharted territory and uncharted waters that, you know, the last thing that was any, even close was 100 years ago with Spanish flu, and we didn't have TV, we didn't have radio, we didn't have the Internet. Um, but the rate at which this exploded over the last week, how surprised were you at that? Uh, I think most, I'm in, I'm in the same boat as most people where it's incomprehensible to me, the rate at, at which it has exploded. Uh, it's interesting. I've always been, even though I've been a lifelong member of the media, I've been, uh, what's the word jaded, I suppose, about how the media, and I'm not talking coronavirus specifically with this next comment, but in general, the media focuses on the salacious. Mm-hmm. And because it, 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 that brings eyeballs and viewers and it sells subscriptions. So when the coronavirus first came to the news, I thought, well, there goes the media again, making a mountain out of a molehill. So as striking to me as the speed with which the story changes was the fact that, no, it, it, it's bigger than a molehill. Uh, so I'm still kind of trying to, to wrap my head around that and wondering, well, there's, there's, a, uh, there's a national overnight radio show. And the host there is a voice that, who stands out because he says on his show every night that he believes that the media is unnecessarily frightening people. And he compares numbers of coronavirus deaths to the number of flu deaths just since January and says, hey, the media is making too big a deal about it. Well, I'm not, I'm not trying to make a, uh, a commentary on where I stand one way or the other, but right. it's interesting that there aren't more voices like that. Because even if you say the sun is going to 
rise in the West and set in the East, about half the people are going to believe you. <laughs> but when it comes to the opinion that, hey, maybe the media is just unnecessarily scaring people. It's critical, but don't frighten people. There's not a whole lot of folks out there with national voices saying that. Yeah. Uh, so that kind of strikes me, too, that it seems overwhelmingly in the coverage of the media one way, and that this overnight radio host is in a very small minority that where usually you find a little more balance in, in opinion. John Chalesnik, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. A couple final questions for you before I let you roll, but um, how long do you think we're going to be in this situation? Oh, boy, I'm the wrong guy to ask because I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm not a doctor and whatnot. I heard today, I was talking to somebody, and he had heard that Major League Baseball said they were hoping to play again by mid-May. And I had not heard that. I believe, you know, I believe that's what he heard. That just seems so unreasonable to me. Uh, I think when I hear the president say that this all may last until August, well, then it seems like August would be when baseball resumes, if it does at all. Mm-hmm. It, it just doesn't make sense to start playing sports right now, at least for high schools and colleges, because by the time you would be able to start playing when maybe it's safe, best case scenario, but you're going to be so close to the end of the academic year that there's no, there's no point in having a season anyway. Uh, summer collegiate baseball, you know, there's, there's wooden bat leagues for, for college players to play during the summer all across the country. And those are usually from, I don't know, July and August, started July to the end of August. Uh, it's hard to believe those are going to be played. So I would think that for sports fans, we're not going to have games to watch again until August or maybe until football season starts. I wouldn't be surprised if the baseball season gets scrapped. Uh, I doubt that will happen. I think they'll play an abbreviated schedule, but I don't think we're going to see full schedules of anything, of course, to well, I know we won't until football season. Anything that happens now is going to be a partial schedule. It probably won't start till July at the earliest. Can you imagine if college and NFL football either is delayed or doesn't happen? What I mean, we can get past March uh-huh. Madness. We can get through you know the NBA season getting canceled, NHL, all that. What if there's no football in the fall? Well, we never thought there would not be an NCAA tournament. I remember my jaw hit the floor. I think it was a Wednesday night when I saw the NBA had had postponed its uh, season, you know, put it on hold. Right. If we don't have college or pro football in the fall, Jason, the world is in a, a world of hurt because this thing will have gotten even farther out of hand than even the most extreme doomsdayers are saying or anticipating right now. It'll be interesting. I think we'll have a, uh, I think everything will be cleared up because the NFL can't lose its season. There's no way, especially with the new 17 game schedule starting, right? Yeah, yeah, the NFL's so powerful, they can, <laughs> they, can, <laughs> they can get rid of coronavirus. That's, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that tongue-in-cheek, of course. But yeah, they're so powerful. <laughs> if any entity could, it would be the NFL. <laughs> and maybe maybe the SEC and, uh, you know, I mean, the Big Ten doesn't have the power, the Pac-12 for sure, but maybe the SEC conference can come together because, you know, they want to play football in the fall too. So if the SEC and the yeah, NFL man, come together. The SEC will save college football and, and the NFL will save pro football. <laughs> there you go. I like it. I like it. Hey, John, we appreciate the time. Keep up the great work on uh, staatalent.com, man. It's a great site. I actually uh, enjoy uh, being a member and getting some advice. And uh, uh, you never know, I might have to start applying for jobs down the road here, too. So, anyway, um, appreciate well, I'm it. I'm here to help you out. I appreciate your support of, of what we do and for having me on. I was flattered by the invitation. Well, you, uh, you take care, and hopefully, we're talking down the road about something um, fun and good. I'd like that. Thanks, John. Thank you, Jason. That is John Chalesnik. He is a former ESPNer. He is also a uh, uh, founder of uh, STAA, which helps out some uh, some great uh, great people. I just got a Facebook comment. 
uh, here uh, for my good buddy Aaron. So Aaron Nolan and I used to work together in Grand Junction, Colorado. And Aaron, I was the sports director. He was my weekend guy. We actually uh, rented the same apartment because um, in, in, in Grand Junction, Colorado, it's a starter market, and you don't make any money. So anyway, um, we were just talking with John Chalesnik about the SEC solving college football, and Aaron said, hey, uh, yeah, the SEC makes the world go round. So um, Aaron, uh, he also Facebooked these uh, – I would love some coverage of Ali. That would be fantastic. Um, I hope you get to go to Tokyo. That is, uh, Aaron, what I'm worried about with Ali and you right now. So I want you guys to get to Tokyo. We'll talk if if uh, the Olympics happen. It would be fantastic to get some uh, some co- coverage of Ali from uh, Japan from our good buddy Aaron. He is a, he's a Razorback fan. I know. I know. Uh, we have... A former trainer from Carroll who just wrapped up at Arkansas, I believe. Yeah, she was at Arkansas. Now she's going to go to the 49ers, so that's very cool. Hallie, Hallie Haw. Uh, anyway, all right, so we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and when we do return, we are going to talk to Allie Weiss about the Olympics and uh, the Belgrade, Montana native, and we'll see uh, what happens. Tomorrow, Mark Adams will join us, the former Rocky Mountain Men's coach back in the 80s. He coached against Kelvin Sampson at Tech. And uh, he's a current uh, ESPN analyst for college basketball. Barry Abrams joins us Friday to talk horse racing. And a special guest coming up. I'll reveal at the end of the show tonight who's coming up tomorrow. All right? I can't wait for this. Hey, um, we've been talking about Manscaped for a while. And now is the time. Because... This quarantine thing is not going to last. So when the quarantine ends, you're going to want to be looking your best, guys. All right? Get the lawnmower 3.0. Skin-safe technology. You've got the advanced skin-safe technology, like I said. It's new and improved. The battery lasts up to 90 minutes. You can take a longer shave. Uh, the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer, more precise trim. And a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. Yeah, it's legit. It's awesome. And you need to check it out. This is the before picture that we're going to show on the Facebook. This is what you look like before Manscaped.com. And here's what you will look like after Manscaped.com. It's a big difference. Go online, Manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping. Use the code WALKER20. Again, that's 20% off free shipping using the code WALKER20. W-A-L-K-E-R-2-0 at Manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Allie Weiss, next, when we come back here on the Jason Walker Show, this last segment was brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the major mortgage team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. 
Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Oh, yeah, it is a Wednesday. Jason Walker Show inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. On this day in history coming up, the walk-off. It is time now for That's What She Said. It is brought to you by Dinners Done Right. And like I said at the beginning of this show, because we've got great sponsors like the Motherload, Cafe Zydeco, Dinner's Done Right. Just for All of our sponsors are great, but from the food side, we need you to go now help them. They've helped us. Let's go help out our friends uh, that are sponsors of the Jason Walker Show. And uh, we hope you are, uh, are able to, uh, to do that. All right, I want to bring in my next guest. She is going to be very famous here in a couple of months. She's already famous in uh, Belgrade. She's already famous down in Ole Miss. And her name is Allie Weiss, and she joins us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. She is Olympian, Allie Weiss. Allie, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I am wonderful. Um, This is kind of a strange time. So what's your reaction to everything going on right now uh, with COVID-19? Man, especially since it's all hit in the last week, really, when everything really started flaring up. Um, a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, I think, as most everyone is dealing with around the entire world. But um, really just trying to hope for the best, hold your hold our faith, and keep going about our lives as normal as we can. But you live in Memphis, Tennessee. It's a little different than Belgrade or Helena, Montana. Uh, <laughs> what's it like down there? Because up here we've closed bars, casinos, restaurants, all that stuff. What's it like in Memphis? Right. So we, as far as I know, the city has not closed down all of that stuff yet. I honestly hope that they do soon just because it prevents people from wanting to go out. So that way we can really hone in on that social distancing and make it a real thing to help flatten the curve. But as far as I know, we haven't done much. Grocery stores, of course, crazy. Shelves are empty. Not a whole lot of food. Toilet paper, as usual, across the whole country. But I got to know this. What did what did you do washing your hands before all this? Obviously, you know, we, we were all taught to wash our hands. I guess next week we work on shapes and colors. But for real, though, I mean, what did people do? Because that's the big topic of conversation. <laughs> I mean... I hope everyone washed their hands. I know I washed my hands, and we always, of course, with my sport, have been taught to wash them fairly often anyways because we deal with lead pellets and bullets in general, so we just try to keep them washed throughout practice and everything. So hopefully everybody else has been doing the same thing this whole time. (laughs) Ellie Weiss, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. All right, so let's go back to February, the Olympic trials. Um, Well, first let's go back to Belgrade. How did you get into shooting? Okay, yeah, so let's go all the way back. Um, <laughs> dude, I was probably nine years old, I want to say, and I was in elementary school, um, I guess. I think that's what it is, yeah, um, or intermediate school maybe at that time, but in Belgrade, and there was a flyer for a BB gun safety and education program, and 
my family is actually not, they're not avid hunters. We're not gun owners or anything like that. We might even have a couple in the household, but not even any ammunition for it. Um, so growing up, like I knew hardly anything about it. And so we just knew it's Montana. Most people are avid hunters and gun owners. So in case I was ever be at a friend's house, I needed to know how to act around them. Mm-hmm. And so we signed up for it. My parents signed me up. We went there. There was a sporting goods store called Yellowstone Gateway Sports, which I believe is still open in Livingston, but it was in Four Corners at the time, and they right. shut down a few years later. But it was in the basement of their sporting goods store. And we walked down there, signed, you know, we were already registered, signed in that we were there, and it, they split us into two, two groups. One was the education part in the classroom. And then, you know, it taught you everything about how to carry a gun, all the different carries, the Ten Commandments of dealing with firearms um, by the NRA, how to walk in the field when you're hunting. And then the other portion was competitive target BB gun shooting. And that was at a five-meter distance from targets with, like, 16 feet, four and three-quarter inches, I think, if I remember right from the classroom settings back then. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so I did that, kind of fell in love with it. Somebody told me, Chris Winstead, actually, who was a big part of the program then, um, basically called me Annie Oakley and told me I was had a natural talent at it and it was something I should stick to and I could go really far one day. So nine to ten years old, of course, I'm awestruck that somebody <laughs> thinks I could go really far in something like that, and I loved it anyways, so I stuck with it. Well, it got you to college. You got down to Oxford, Mississippi. Big change from Belgrade to Oxford. But uh, take me through your college years. How, how fun was that? Incredible. I mean, I would not trade it for anything. Um, we even went through a coaching change in the middle of my career, and I still wouldn't trade any of it for anything. I absolutely love Montana. Beautiful countryside. Really great people. But the culture was so much different when I came down to the south in Mississippi, and I learned so much about different cultures and how people are raised differently. Um, and it, it was really incredible, and I fell in love with it down here. All right, so you became pretty good in college, even better as a, as an air rifleist. Um, right. You yeah. go off to the, uh, to the training camp in February. Um, nerves, were you feeling any, or did, are you just that confident at this point? Oh, gosh, I think no matter what level you're at, you're going to feel nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could talk to multi-time Olympians, and they will still tell you that they feel nervous, and it's just because you care. You're always going to be nervous about something you care about. Sure. Um, so, yeah, a lot of nerves. It was a two-part trial, so we finished up the first part in December, and at that point, I was sitting in second, just, I think, one-tenth off of first. Um and at that point, you know, had they just cut it, I would have made the team because the top two made the team. So then there was a lot of weird nerves and thoughts and things to manage going into that second round because it was like, well, I can't, I can't drop. Like, I just need to hold steady where I am um, in order to make this team. So there was a lot to battle and deal with. But thankfully, I have a huge support team behind me between my family, friends, sports psychologists, coaches, all of the above. How important are sports psychologists, before I move on? Uh, I think everyone has their own opinion on them, and I also think everybody can get them something different from them and use them in different ways. For myself personally, I think they're very important, even if it's just something to be like, hey, shoot them a text, say, I'm feeling really stressed about this, and then just kind of bring you back and make you realize, okay, well, that's in the future. You need to focus on the present. You know, What are some things that you can control rather than worrying about an outcome that you can't control until it's done. So for me personally, I think they're really important, and I love using them, but everyone has their own opinion on it. So you get to go off to Tokyo, hopefully. What is, what's the what's the word right now? I mean, how are we feeling this? Um, so the word right now and being able to go is it's still on. Um, between the USOPC, the IOC, our you know, international and national governing bodies are all communicating throughout things. We have already lost two international competitions thus far this spring that have been canceled. And that was a World Cup in India that I actually was supposed to be at right now or just about just getting home from it. Oh, wow. Um, 
yeah, so they canceled that one. And then they also t- canceled our test event in Tokyo, which was going to be our opportunity to see the range before we ever got there this summer. So there's still a little bit of fear of what could potentially happen. Hopefully, worst case scenario, they just postpone it. Um, but we're still holding on. We're still doing our training, doing everything we need to be doing as if they were going to keep going regardless. Ellie Weiss, our guest here, Jason Walker Show on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, so how much, how do how do you train? You just go out to the range and and start popping off some uh, uh, shots here. <laughs> I wish it was that easy. On some days. <laughs> um, so what we shoot is it's a distance of ten meters, and it comes down to tenth. So we shoot on electronic targets, so therefore we can score every tenth of a millimeter. Okay. So the highest you can get is a ten point nine. And you have that, you shoot 60 shots in record. And so I don't even know what the math is on that in my head, but um, world-class scores are shooting 630 plus. Okay. So that's averaging roughly a 10.5 every shot, where the highest you can get is a 10.9. Wow. Yeah, so it's super precise, super accurate. So we do a lot of different things in training when we're actually shooting as far as working on different points in our process, um, whether it's breathing or approach or trigger control. We also have a really cool system called a SCAT training system, and it's kind of like a laser training system, except we can't see the laser. We just hook it onto the barrel of our gun and connect it to a computer, and it records all of the movements our barrel makes, even including when we pull the trigger after the shot, and it kind of projects where the shot would go. Um, and we can live fire at the same time with that, but it just tells us a lot more about what our hold is looking like. So, you know, a lot of times when people are aiming their guns, there's movement, right? Mm-hmm. This trace this traces all of that movement for us, so it tells us what we need to work on. Okay. So let's go back to that that judge or the uh, scoring system. You hit what forty eight out of sixty, so you were a ten two and above, and. Right. Eight ten sevens and eight ten eights. Is that in the finals? I mean, that's obviously pretty good. Right. Yeah. No <laughs> pressure. Um, it's still something there's room to improve on. You know, I would love to be up in the fifty-five plus out of sixty, being that. But well, that will be. Um, I hope you get to go. And have you talked to any other Montanans that have been Olympians that you know how to how to settle their you know nerves or uh, anything like that, or is you just relying on the Olympic coaches and your coaches at Old Miss? Currently just our Olympic coaches and staff, but I I need to maybe reach out to some of the Montana Olympians, especially coming from a state like Montana. Sure. We have very little population and not a lot of representation in the world. Um, but just to see how they managed all of it. So what's your real job? My real job? Oof. Um, so I'm actually very hard to have like a real full-time job. So I actually moved to Memphis after living in Colorado, the Olympic training center for a year. I moved here to Memphis last fall to work as a graduate assistant coach for the university of Memphis's rifle team. Okay. So my, this whole year thus far has pretty much looked like team practice coaching me, coaching them from 6am to about 10am then me getting on the line, practicing myself, then working on my master's at the same time to be a graduate assistant, so I'm going to classes in the afternoons and evenings. Gotcha. So. Take, uh, tell me real quick, Allie, because I've seen some pictures that you're shooting, and, and the, the old Miss photo is fantastic. I'm actually sharing it now on our Facebook live stream, but your coat or your outfit, uh, I, I don't even know what right. it's called. So it looks like almost like motocross. Right, yeah, so no, not quite. Um, they're very inflexible. Most of them are made out of a canvas material um, or like a hybrid canvas material. And it's essentially for stability just because now that's not to say that a lot of times people think that takes away from the sport, but it's really because we're getting down to those tenths of a millimeter mm-hmm. center of the target. So if it wasn't for those suits, the sport would be scored much differently, and you wouldn't see as many. You, know, you wouldn't see those 48 out of <laughs> 60 centers for sure. <laughs> but um, that and just longevity, you know, helping taking care of the body because it, we are in very odd positions. Our standing position isn't a typical shooting right. 
um, position or along with, you know, the kneeling position, and we're in those for hours at a time. Wow. Uh, You know, one girl you could talk to that's in the area is Carrie Swenson, who was great at the biathlon. Um, Have you given any thoughts to – to, to starting the biathlon? Because you're obviously good at the shooting aspect. Are you good at cross-country skiing? Never have been. I'm okay. not sure how long so, it takes to learn cross-country skiing, but I'd be willing to try. Uh, see, because then you could be one of those summer Olympians and a winter Olympian. Oh, for sure. I would love that. And, like, another Olympic, winter Olympic sport I've always been sort of fascinated with is curling. Oh, so yeah. we've also had some chats about that. Like, what if, how do I get into curling? <laughs> Yeah, you get a bunch. You get a couple of your shooting friends. You start at, you go curling. I, I don't know if Belgrade has a, a curling rink. I don't know what they're called. I think that's what it's called. But curling is fascinating to watch. It really is. It is. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, I totally agree. I love it, and it's also you know it comes down to precision and accuracy in that sport as well. So there it's always been on my mind a little bit in the background. I like that. Um, Allie, we wish you nothing but the best. Hey, I got a friend of mine. He's working at a TV station down in Arkansas, but he's going to Tokyo, and we're going to try to hook you guys up so that um, he can send us some uh, some great coverage of you uh, over there in Tokyo. But uh, we'll, oh, be, we'll, so be, cool. we'll be chatting in the future. We wish you the best of luck. And uh, as a Montanan, obviously we, uh, we rooting for you no matter what, whether you're you know, USA or not, but um, it's even better that you're with the USA and, and then, of course, being a Montanan. So I grew up in yeah, Bozeman. Sure. You're a Belgrade. I mean, yeah. Basically the same, right? <laughs> it is now. It, was, it wasn't yeah, 20 fair. years ago. But anyway, right. um, Allie, congratulations and uh, good luck. And like I said, we'll be talking soon. And uh, thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Jason. I appreciate everything. That is Allie Weiss, uh, Belgrade native. She's living in Memphis, uh, went to Ole Miss. She's heading off to the Olympics in Tokyo uh, in ju- uh, July, and we wish her nothing but the best, man. That uh, That's a very cool story, and she's a, she's a nice, nice young lady. So uh, very, very cool. And that was uh, Dinner's Done Right presenting That's What She Said. Make sure you stop by. The Soup Salad Nacho Bar is open. You just can't eat inside. But you can take it to go, for one, and you can also order online and pay online and have Vicky deliver if you want frozen meals. Because we don't know what, where we're at this time, we know where we're going. So make sure you can get those frozen meals um, delivered, okay? Uh, so dinnersdoneright.com. Also, now time for that's what, no, we just did that's what she said. How about on this day in history... Presented by the Motherload. Same thing. Order out, pick it up curbside at the Motherload, also on Cedar Street in Helena. Help out our sponsors for helping out all of us forever. Okay? On this date, 1945, Maurice the Rocket Richard became the first NHLer to score 50 goals. 1953, in the 15th NCAA Men's Basketball Championship, Indiana beat Kansas 69-68. 1953, NL approved Boston Braves move to Milwaukee, the first movement since 1903. Uh, 1972, Cornell NCAA hockey team was shut out for the first time in 225 games. In 1981, Buffalo Sabres set an NHL record of nine goals in a period. We were talking, was it Monday? Somebody scored eight goals in a period, which was the record. Uh, 1995, Michael Jordan announced, I'm back ending his 17-month NBA retirement when he thought he was going to be a baseball player. Uh, Let's see, what else happened on this date in history? We talked about Manscaped. On this date, 1931, the first electric shavers went on sale, and now the best in Manscaped. Go there, Walker 20 at checkout. Uh, 1881, Barnum & Bailey Circus, the greatest show on earth, debuted at Madison Square Garden, went 146 years before having to be forced to shut down. Uh, happy birthdays today, 1874, Jimmy Nixie Callahan. You ask who he is? Well, he was an American League pitcher, outfielder, and manager, Chicago White Sox. He threw the AL's first no-hitter in 1902. And a big happy birthday on this date, 1964, Bonnie Blair, the five-time gold bronze winner, born in Champaign, Illinois. As we've mentioned a lot, she used to train down in Butte at the High Altitude Training Center back when it was a thing. 
Also, Judy Martz, our former governor, who was an Olympian. Was it 60 or 64? I think 60 Judy Martz was an Olympian. May I was 64. Anyway, all right, let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. All right, time for the walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco. Order online, order on the phone, pick it up. Help out Cafe Zydeco, dinner's done right, and also the mother load. Keep them going through all of this right now, all right? Had a great show. Thanks to John Chalesnik for joining us. Allie Weiss for joining us. Olympian. Not very often you get to talk to an Olympian, but we did. We appreciate her. We'll do it again tomorrow. Mark Adams will join us, former Rocky Mountain coach, current uh, ESPN analyst in college basketball. And also tomorrow, Jesse Davis, cowboy extraordinaire working his way back from big injury, and he will join us tomorrow here on the Jason Walker Show. Have a great, great Wednesday. Go out to Green Meadow Country Club tomorrow. Get signed up, will you? Tell me you heard on the Jason Walker Show, and we'll golf this summer. Have yourself a great one. We'll see you. Bye. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.